listeners, and welcome back to the New York Rangers podcast in partnership with Inside the Rink. I'm your host, Jacob Berkowitz, and I'll be alongside my co-hosts, Shragi and Luca. And as usual, we got a lot to discuss here. We got four games to recap, talk about the defensive collapses, a lock, and much more. But first, a quick word from our show sponsor, and then we'll get right to it. And now a quick word from our show sponsor and friends of Inside the Rink, BetUS. BetUS has your NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines for the 27th year of live betting. Sign up for BETUS.com with promo code RINK for a 125% sign-up bonus. Again, use promo code RINK for your 125% sign-up bonus. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. And we're back. Luca Shragi. Uh, yeah, we got a lot to discuss here. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic over here. Uh, are know, we? Uh, the NHL scheduler has to be a little more considerate next year. I mean, yeah. we we do podcasts. I'll have to do it late. We have to do it like, like 8 in the morning. I mean, we need to talk I with mean, them. I, I think that Arizona needs to talk to them first. They have like 55 road games straight <laughs> back to back to back to back to back. And I know that, yes, there's not 55 road games in one calendar season for a single team, but you got my freaking point. I mean, the Islanders um, had to do it last year. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, I mean, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, let's, let's, just, let's just dive right into the deep end. Uh, Colorado on Tuesday night, what did you guys think? You know what? I, I actually thought like this. They were really competitive, and I, I actually paid a lot of attention to this game, especially since I knew they were going against a goalie that they have a, a great understanding of how to beat him. The one thing I didn't see is doing that, and we know that Georgiev cannot get those rebounds, and they were as many shots as they put up on them, they weren't getting those rebound plays to try to score off them. I didn't see them hustling to them. I didn't see enough people in the, you know, closer to the, you know, in front of the goalie trying to deflect them, which is, or, or even trying to get them back in the goal, which is something I felt was just frustrating at a certain point where I saw passes just coming towards center and there was no one there to take it. So it was just simply a turnover. I didn't like that. So that, that didn't look good. They gave up a goal because of bad defense, uh, which put them right away down a goal, which is not something good. We've been seeing a lot where their defense has been causing them, and you'll and we'll discuss in the Coyotes game specifically where not clearing a puck or turning over the puck causes you to have a causes the other team to have an extra chance, and they've been doing that. They've been giving the other team chances. The the refs called a terrible penalty and to 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 make this game again a little more annoying. But you know we're Rangers fans, so at certain point we know the refs are going to show up, and. And then they just got hot, and they got themselves two goals. They had a good power play, and uh, and then Shesterkin messed it over, right? He decided to pull some uh, hero ball, and we've seen it a million times before. But we know, as Jacob says, at one time, it's going to come back and bite you. And that's exactly what happened there. And uh, fantastic passes by Fox to, BZ, for, for, uh, to, to make it 2-2. And then... You know what? Overtime was great at hockey, but at the end of the day, you know what? The the one in the shootout, and I can't say that more talent, less talent. If they do it a million times, it might turn out differently. But there was a lot of things I think that needed to be cleaned up that were causes of some of these goals 
that you could say at the end of the day, you really, really could have prevented those by just being cleaner, not even by playing better at certain at certain points. I mean, look, one of the one of the one of the two goals they gave up was a was a certain blunder. Um, and I'm I'm of the opinion that the amount of times that Tristerkin has gone out of the goal and fired the puck down the ice for an assist or an odd man rush or whatever it was, like in perfect precision passing, you know, it's like one out of a hundred that he, right. he fucked it up. And that was the first time we've ever seen him fuck it up. So I'm not really like, like it doesn't, I mean, yeah, it pissed me off, but like also like, it sucks. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Like, uh, well, I mean, the thing was, Shraggy like told me before what I said, quoted me when I said before, it's once uh, it's going to bite you. You forgot the quote. You forgot the second, you know, thing of the sentence is where, but it's worth it because yeah. if 50 times he causes an assist and one times he messes up, it's worth it. It's worth it. Like it's the same thing like with Panarin, right? Well, I, I guess it's a little less lesser because he doesn't, you know, stop at the blue line every single time. I mean, he's been in the ups and downs this season. I know it's been only 10 games. He's been the most, you know, the bright spot. Um, hey, by the way, did you guys know that yesterday was Panarin's birthday? I don't think Sam mentioned it yet. He mentioned it like, oh, really? I, I thought he didn't either. Okay. He I mentioned he it did. 55 fucking times during one. I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's eight in the morning. Give me a break. <laughs> no, dude. He he was trying to go ahead and say, oh, he should get goals for the amounts of his birthday. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, call a hockey game. I'm trying to, I'm trying to hear this game. I know it's in a college stadium. Really? You want to hear the game? Because uh, I heard I heard the puck hit the post five minutes before he actually shot it. So <laughs> oh, yeah, that wasn't working out. That was not working out. And then how about the camera angle for the game? It was Man. worse than my live barn. No, beer, I thought uh, I was actually watching. Hello, Jacob. I thought I was actually watching a college game. I thought yeah. literally. Well, that's it's exactly a college arena. It's a college camera. Yeah. Yeah. I legitimately thought I'm watching a college game. And you know what? That especially the Coyotes game last night, it's a game where Coyotes were playing very hard because you know, they're a young team and they're they're really trying to build together. And they have some great players on that team that are going to be very good. But they really had to play better last night. And they're they did a lot of things where it's like, okay. Let's let's not let's not go completely off the rails just yet. Let's go back yeah. to the Colorado Cable. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's 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 fi- let's finish that, and then then we'll we'll, we'll, we'll right. yeah, and we'll go off the rails. All right. Yeah. So from my from what I saw in Colorado, the first period was not great. Second period, they came out storming. Third period, bear with me here because I haven't had any sugar coffee or anything. I don't drink coffee, and you know I don't know why I don't. But um, yeah, uh, I thought they played okay. Third, uh, OT. I mean, like, listen, as Shaggy mentioned, we'll get onto this later. They've been having defensive collapses. I think that's been the one glaring issue as of now because it seems like their offense in the past two games have been finally picking it up. Um, I mean, yeah, that's basically the one thing. And then again, Igor had that uh, collapse over there. Uh, but again, like if 50 times he gets an assist and then uh, there's one time that he's going to mess up, I'll take that any day. Just like I was, as I was going to mention before with Panarin, all these elite players, they're good at what they do because those risky players, they're good at doing it, right? But, like, once in a while, since it's a risky play, like, Panarin's, like, cross-crease every single time, right? 
like majority of the time he's getting that and it's a goal. But like once in a while, it's got to be a turnover that causes a goal again. Like it's worth it because he, we get more goals than we let up. So um, I thought the Rangers, it, it was more of a, I know we lost, but it looked promising that the Rangers, you know, they were able to score for one and they didn't look totally like the worst team in the league anymore. And like last week and yeah. No, 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 no. I was. You finished thought. And I just wanted to add on to that in a second. Oh no! Fuck, I'm um, already talking. No, yeah. it's so good. And uh, no, I, I thought it looked. It was a promising game. It was like you, you lost, you won, you lost the battle, but you might win the war in the sense that you lost the game, but in, in the, you know, in the big picture, you're getting back on the right track. Um, obviously, the next game after that, um, definitely derailed that theory, and uh, yeah. That that's all I got here. How about you, Luca? So, look, oh, we don't really. I don't think we need to stay on this game for a, a ton of time, uh, just because I think that you kind of nailed it right there. It's I don't know if you guys remember the Colorado games from last year. They were ugly. Oh, it was like bad. it was it it was to the point where like Colorado's defense was like pressing out like to the fucking dashers. And like they, the Rangers couldn't do shit on offense at all. Um, they couldn't sustain any type of offense. That was not the case in this game. Um, you could tell that this team has taken a few steps forward um, in some areas and a few steps back in some areas. Uh, and I think the one thing um, that kind of keeps coming up is the defensive miscues, mental errors, and that's really all it is, it's just mental errors because they all have the ability to make those plays, make the plays. Um, it's 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 terrible turnovers in your own end or at the blue line, at your own blue line or in the neutral zone, um, and stuff like that that keeps kind of haunting them so far. Um, you know, with that being said, they're ten games into the year and they got five wins, so it's not the worst thing in the world right now. It's just, you know, they got some stuff to build off of. Um, but jumping into the Islander game, I thought parts of the game, they, they, they were pretty darn good. And then I thought parts of the third period, especially they were complete dog shit. Um, I think Sororkin kind of stole that game from, for them because quite frankly, like there was some really good opportunities for the Rangers to take a lead and just that never How happened. How about that drive to the net? Yeah. If he pulled that off, see, it's funny. Like I saw a tweet. What happens if McDavid did that and he didn't score? Like, it'd be all over the news, right? No, because McDavid's done it so many times now that, like, it's it's almost, like, kind of commonplace for him to do that. You know what I mean? Like, it, right. it's only news when he does it and he scores. But I, I get what you're saying, though. He does, he does that, like, fucking, like, every five games, I'm guessing, because we don't watch it that much. Right. I mean, um... Yeah, as, as you said, the New York Islanders game, like, again, call, after Colorado, it seemed promising, but then New York Islanders came along. Sorokin played out of his mind. Halak didn't exactly do that. And as Rangers fans, I think we were all a bit confused. We're like, wait, we have Halak this time. Sh- shouldn't we have won? Um, but no, uh, Halak did not play his best game, and I, I guess we'll get to that in a bit about the backup goalie situation. Um, yeah, Rangers had a lot of chances on Sorokin. But, like, here's the one thing I wanted to add. A lot of 
a lot of the games we always say, oh, we're running to a hot goalie. And then, I mean, there's just so many times that happens, especially for us. I, I feel like maybe it's the, it's like the shot selection sometimes because like you can only run it to so many hot goals. Like it, it, at some point you got to look at yourselves and say, Hey, what are, what are we doing? Um, I, I think sometimes it's the shot selection again. Like if you're coming from the side, right. You maybe want to shoot the, a shoot off the pad on the left. So it bounces to the front, like those smart plays instead of just shooting right to his chest. So that's a shot on net. Mm-hmm. If you shoot it right on his chest, and it's a save and it counts and everyone's like, okay, that was a quality shot. Uh, yeah, but he could have done it better. So, I mean, listen, besides like guys like Fox and Panarin who do that, I feel like the other Rangers players got to be smarter for where they shoot it. And what one guy I know, again, we'll talk about this also, is a guy, Vincent Trocek. He's the one guy I noticed that even like even when the goal shades it, you notice like I look at replays, he puts it in places where it should go in. Like if there's anyone that you could say like, the goalie's hot against it's Vincent Trocek because I mean, listen, I think he's, all... he's had a great start. He's had a great start. What, what does he have? I have it right here. There's four goals and five assists and, uh, for 10 points in 10 games. I mean, he's doing fantastic. And not to mention four points for five. What was sorry? that? Four goals and five assists? Yeah. I'm sorry, not 10 that, points. That, oh, wait, not... wait, wait, wait. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because I believe you scored last night. And I forgot okay. to put that down. I forgot to put that down. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say someone's gonna call you out for simple math. Your, your, your but math, Brad, your math is a bit out there. <laughs> anyway, um him on the bumper spot, because she, when Strom was there last year, everyone was like, the bumper spot's not that you know effective. So it's not it doesn't matter who, you know, who's there. But I think we're just not used to someone who, you know, is good at the bumper position on the power play, who's, who's the guy in the middle, that we don't know how much he could be effective. So I think when Trocek is there now, when he's so much more in it, because now Panarin passed to him and he passes right back to Fox because if that, you know, that pass from Panarin to Fox initially isn't there, right, it creates more room. And what I noticed also last night is that when Panarin passed it across to Zibanejad, Trocek lifted the stick of the defender in the middle and it allowed Zibanejad mm. to get that shot on net. Which was much, what much better. It's really smart. Yeah. One thing I love about, since we're just talking about the bumper position, I, I, there's it's it's very subtle, but um, it's it's really he he has the way that the you know the bumper has to kind of be played is similar to like a crease attack with him across, um, and you have to. It's a lot of the times you're kind of standing still, but then like like you have to like kind of glide it's not like you're moving you have to like kind of glide a little bit like up in the zone or up into like the slot a little bit more and kind of like separate yourself he does that very subtly and he separates himself from the defenders in a really really um kind of like sneaky way and he gets himself open and he's able to get these shots off from uh the passes from Panarin um so that's something that I've actually really like he does that a lot better than Strom um, cause Strom, I felt like was like a freaking cement statue, just like sitting there, didn't freaking move his feet. Um, which is something that, you know, we could talk about with the power play later, but it's just, uh, that's something that I really, really, uh, have liked a lot. From him. All right. Um, I guess we'll go to Dallas now. Shragi, what, uh, we'll go to you first. What, what did you think about the Dallas win? I don't know. This, this is a game where 
I mean, in your first, you sort of, I don't know if it's called getting lucky by Ottinger not being back in there. I don't know if they, you know, the same outcome would be the same. Um, but again, they, the thing that I'm looking for, they, they were, they got two power play goals, uh, which was, which was vital, especially since last time we were talking about how <laughs> the power play, we wanted them to step up, but that's not key. We don't care. You can't be dependent on that. Panarin, once again, had a great game. He's been involved in every single thing involved. Gauthier's goal, okay? Gauthier's goal. That was I nuts. Mean, that, it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And by the way, I, I was waiting for like the strong thing there with the empty net. Uh, but uh, the, the uh, Gauthier no, goal was ridiculous. That. I think that was a huge momentum boost. Uh, Kreider, Kreider stepped in well this game. Zibanejad, two with his two assists, was, was really good. Just Sturkin. I think was pretty good. I think the defense again was not all that great. Again, the Rangers gave away more than they took away, and that's another problem. They, the Stars are getting their extra chances. They were, they were getting some extra chances, and although the Rangers have been out hitting their opponents, and although the Rangers have kept their most of their opponents, you know, close with faceoffs, they've given away and given their puck, given the given the puck more to the other team. Than I, I can imagine. I think this is one of the only games they actually got really outshot. So, but I, you know, in 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 a game since this year, I mean, also the Rangers have not have been putting up above thirty shots a game. I mean, you put up forty one in the Islanders and yet couldn't score. Uh, but you only put up twenty seven in this game. Andre looked pretty good. You scored. You you, you scored. You were three three after two periods, which was okay. Stars team is a good team. And then you just third period just took control, and that was very important, and that was good to see. Again, I don't know if I, if Andre stayed in, what would have happened? But again, I think this was a good win. It was a good way of getting back in your feet after those, you know, two losses, and I think that was very key. Now this game was very very key. Uh, something that I, I mean, honestly, like, obviously, like you know, Gaultier scored the goal, but that's gonna get lost in the sauce. Because uh, he he had such like the game that he had, like the overall game, the complete game that he played, was the best game that I've seen him play as a professional player. Uh, but that's gonna get lost in the sauce because of the goal. You know what I mean? Like it's like everyone sees that goal and like that's all they're gonna think about. But he played a phenomenal game. He set up. I forget whose goal it was. I I think it was was it Jones. Or it might he set up Jones. one of the goals. He he set up. I think it was Jones's goal. He set up that goal by like uh, forcing the pinch at the blue line and throwing it down the Trocheck. Uh, Trocheck get it, gets it and then throws it back up to Jones. I think it was. Um, but that goal doesn't happen without him. You know, forcing that turnover at the blue line. Um, I think that the fourth line is look. I love Revo, but I think Revo is at the point where the you pay him to be in the locker room. Where, the situations where you play him are going to be against the rare, but they're out there. The rare, but bigger and physical teams that aren't fast. Those are the, those are the situations where he could play. Um, other than that, if if you're all being you know everything equal, if your entire lineup is healthy, which it's not right now, we're almost missing an entire third line. Um, but if everything's equal. 
I think the fourth line would be phenomenal of Carpenter, Blay, and uh, and Gautier. I think that Gautier over the last two games might have found his his call. Uh, if he could carve out a niche as a fourth liner, he's a good enough skater to make a name for himself as a fourth liner. Um, I mean, the, he he played phenomenal in that game, and they were that fourth line was causing fucking havoc the entire Dallas game. Um, I, I thought I thought he played phenomenal. Um, it's all you know. It's been something that's been frustrating because you see him; he's so he's so talented, um, and all he does is crash the net and knock the net off the moorings <laughs> all the fucking time. That's his move. Speaking of knocking uh, off moorings, how about the Arizona game? I mean, that was yeah, I, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that in a second, but uh, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it's it's interesting to really see him come back up and, and play really well. It sucks that Kratzoff got hurt again. Hopefully he can fucking come back quickly. Um and then hopefully, you know, against Philly, uh him and uh he'll come back because you know, uh you know, something that we really haven't mentioned is the fact that we have, you know, we're we're essentially missing an entire third line right now. Yeah. Um and, and Phil uh, one of our best pre- um uh you know, not producers yet because I don't get the points, but he's uh, one of the best uh, um, players, you know, to drive the 5v5 offense. So, yeah, he's he's definitely um, and he has taken a step forward, you know, in the past, like, you know, 10 to 12 months. Um, so it would be nice to see him get back out there and then start to fucking contribute again. Uh, and I really, it's just crass off too. It's like the guy can't fucking stay healthy. It's been 10 games and he's, he's gotten hurt twice already. Uh, so hopefully, you know, this isn't a habitual or like this isn't his thing. Cause I don't remember him getting hurt this much over in Russia. Uh, but then again, they don't really hit in Russia. Uh, so I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what, what his entire thing is. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I love the game that Gautier brought and, and we'll, we'll see. That's actually How great. The to see. That's actually doing? great to see to see one of those uh, other players step in, especially since I think this year it's been basically the Panarin show and the Trocheck show, pretty much. And it's good to see someone else step Zibana, in. Zibanejad's had a really Zibana good year. Right. It's been pretty yeah. much those t- those those three. Well, and- actually, just to mention, this might shock you both. Zibanejad doesn't have a five v five goal. Okay, but ha- I'll tell you this much. When even if you how, many, how many how many assists goal, he how many is he setting up right exactly? Uh, he has oh, shoot, I forgot to write it down. I have um, I have I think he has twelve points. No, I'm looking right now. Twelve he points. Has twelve points. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't, I don't know how many six assists. assists. They, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many assists come on the five v five, but I'm guessing a lot because all of the, his. Goals are on power play, so um, he has eight points on on power plays. So that's going to be um, that would just be only as he has two or four. four, four, right? Yeah. So I mean, like, I I know he's you know that's how good Zibanejad is. Like he doesn't score one five v five goal, and yet like he still has twelve points. But like, shouldn't you shake things up if you're? Top line center hasn't scored a five v five goal yet. No, no, because you know no, he's no. Get, it's gonna get his. You know he's Look, gonna get is... his. Seriously, come on. No, yeah. this 
The, I, hold on. The, this is this is the one thing that I'm going to say. You can't just look at the results. Like you're looking at a result of zero five v five goals, but like you have to look at the way that that line is playing. And I don't, you know, what I mean, like obviously, they, look, they have not played perfect for ten games. Like that's that's not what I'm going to say. But um, the one thing that uh, that you have to look at the the scoring chances that they do produce and that line has produced pretty darn good scoring chances. Kreider has for some reason just can't score this year. I mean, I know he scored over the weekend, um, but he he's been stifled quite a bit this, this year. Um, Kako as well. Kako's had a bunch of really, really good scoring chances and, and then just hasn't put him in. I think that line in general is due to break out sometime soon. Um, we, you, you know, I, especially even with the with the power play. I know we talked about the power play a lot last week, but I love what Valcat said uh, before the game. Um, the Rangers' power play has sixty-one. I think it's, I want to say it was sixty-one. I could be fucking wrong. Someone, someone fucking correct me if I'm wrong. I don't really care. Uh, but it was something around there. They have the number one uh, scoring chances on the power play throughout the entire league. Like, if like the power play in general has been keeping the puck. For the most part, obviously a few games, you know, with standing in the zone and they've been holding the puck. They've been, you know, passing. I mean, like, honestly, the first power play last night against the Coyotes, it looked like Mighty Ducks D2 or D3 when Eden Hall, uh, Eden Hall Academy, the seniors were playing against like Charlie Conway and the freshmen. Okay. They were just passing the puck around in circles. Um, And obviously like, you know, it's the Coyotes, but the Coyotes, I think we can all kind of agree. The Coyotes aren't as bad as we thought they were going to be. They're a decent team. I'm not going to sit here and say they're good, but they're better than I thought they were going to be personally. Um, and the way that they can control the puck on the uh, power play like that, um, I think is going to, you know, just, it continues to allude to more scoring chances. And I think that that's something similar that's been happening with, the first line. I think that that line's due to break out soon. Um, maybe that's me hope, wishful thinking. I don't know. I just think that those guys are due to kind of bust out of something at some point soon. But this is why this is why I think you can't jump on a player even now. You're, you're eight nine games in and say, oh, he's got only power play goals. You can't even you can't even jump into almost any player except when you see they're playing terribly. I mean. You, you can't jump in and say, okay, that's it. Let's switch up the lines. Let's start it over. Because the second you do that, you're taking away any chance of building that chemistry, of keeping that, of keeping your identity going. And, and, and Zaban Jad's a player that you know and you trust. There is no reason, absolutely no reason to just say, let's switch them up and let's see what we got. Because I don't think it's going to make them better. I don't think it's going to make Zaban Jad better. If you're ever going to experiment – it would be now to well, do it like a, early in the season. Past the experiment point, though, we know that he's not experimenting. I, I'm, I'm past that. I'm not going to say hold, experiment with this. He, no, what, I know he's not. What would you? What would your experiment be? Just, just out of curiosity, because I'd like to hear. I that. would switch Waffy and Kako. Okay, I, I don't, you know, and I don't think that's necessarily like a drastic that's change. No, I mean it's it's changing something. I don't necessarily think it's the worst change. I think it's a good change. It's a, it's a potentially good change. I don't necessarily think it's you know I, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say changes are necessary right now. 
Um, is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? No, but it's sterile and I like the taste of it. Um, what? What? I, no one, no one got that. You, you guys never seen dodgeball? Oh, I, I, oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes. Oh, speaking I was going to say, Jesus, how about the I was going to say. How about the Rangers uh, costumes for Dodge? Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, come on, guys. I just oh, I teed that, that up for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. All right. I was going to say, again, people are thinking I'm my own urine. I'm not. So, yeah. So these things guys. are going to go over my head. That's, yeah. You catch us this time in the morning. It's just like, I haven't yeah, even we, we were like, what? <laughs> I, I saw I saw both of your faces. I'm like, guys, I do not drink my own fucking piss. Luca, I wouldn't be. Luca, do you need a doctor? Jesus, guys. Fuck. I wasn't surprised. Uh, I was like, why would you tell us? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was a surprising thing? That was Arthur, I would tell you? Jeez, I thought like you were coming to tell everyone. Hey, uh, you like, think that way? Uh, what's in that cup? I don't even, what's in that cup? God, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm worried about it. It's yellow. <laughs> that cup's yellow. It's a Wolverine cup. Oh, yeah. That's actually pretty oh, cool. Nice. That's, That's pretty actually good. pretty cool. Yeah, I, th- I, I had this cup for like 15 years. I think they're bringing that suit back. Oh, yeah, the yellow one? Yeah, the yellow one. Are they? Yeah. I heard they're bringing the yellow suit back. So uh, for people who are obviously not, we don't have a video, so for people who are like watching or listening, like, you know, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, I'm holding a uh, Wolverine coffee mug. Um and Wolverine was like, I think I've been Wolverine for how since today's Halloween. I've been holding Wolverine like four times on Halloween. He is my fucking favorite. He is a psychopath, and I love him. Um, and Hugh Jackman is Hugh Jackman was the fucking best at him. Um, but yeah, they, I think they're bringing that yellow suit back. But I don't know if they're going to do it for Hugh Jackman because I think Hugh Jackman. No, Hugh, Jackman's, bringing... Hugh Jackman's going to be in Deadpool, but he's not going to be in. He's not going to be in uh, the next Wolverine. I, no, but there's there's another, like, I don't know. I, I'm kind of done with fucking Marvel movies. They're, the last, like, five have been complete fucking dog shit. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange has I hope you're like not that. talking about Spider-Man, now. No, Spider-Man is phenomenal. I love that. There's, like, <laughs> good, all good. The I, I, I just had to make sure. No. No, 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 but like Spider-Man was like the one that was good. I thought Doctor Strange was fucking terrible. Also, like Elizabeth Olsen's fucking accent. You know what the weirdest thing is? Are you from Russia? Are you not from Russia? What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) You know what the weirdest thing is? Did you see the Ant-Man trailer? Yes. No, it looks. It Ant-Man used to be this comical thing where it's just terrible. Ant-Man two was horrendous, but Ant-Man three looks like insanely good. I know. Disagree. I think. I think it looks very kiddish. It does not look like. I don't know. I think it could be a fail. They make the trailers look good. I the I I'll, I will go see Black Panther just because the whole Chadwick Boseman thing, and and I think that they're gonna really they're doing their best to make that a really good movie. Uh, and I I would like to go see that one. No, that um, one's that one's gonna good. be. That one's going to be pretty good. It's not just the Chadwick Boseman thing. I think that that's one of the movies they put some of the most money into. So I think they're going to have like some of the best, you know, visual images and stuff. Uh, but the, the, like their, their their problem isn't like visual images. Sometimes like their problem is like sometimes it's just like that story fucking sucked. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like sometimes like it's just like what are you doing here, guys? Uh, like you know, I don't know. It's just it's they, it's they've, rushed. they've been. It's 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 rushed and like the, you could even say, like you could listen to the stories of like the visual effects people just being rushed, um, and it's just it's 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 crazy. Uh, 
But yeah, I don't know. There, there's been a lot of bad movies that have come out. The Eternals was fucking terrible. I don't know. I could go on for days about this shit. Right. Shaggy, you're muted. You're muted. Um, but let's get back on track here because we only got like 10 minutes here. Um, the Arizona game, I'll just, you know, wrap up my end real quick. Again, you got to take this game with a grain of salt because it is against the Arizona Coyotes. At the same time, you can say, okay, maybe this Rangers team is getting back into it. They're getting back on the track. Uh, power play look, as you Lucas said, great. Um, 5v5 looked good. But the one thing, again, was those defensive collapses. Uh, one by Lindgren and the Troop of Miller pair has not been great at all. I no. Mainly, mainly Truba. Miller has once in a while made a mistake, but again, if your, you know, defensive teammate is making so many mistakes, eventually he's just going to wear on you because you're just trying to compensate for him. So eventually, you're going to start making those mistakes. Uh, so- Honestly, I'll say Miller hasn't looked very good either. Like he makes some fucking, he made a dumb fucking play in this game, trying to clear the puck, and then led to uh, an odd man rush. Oh again. yeah, like they both have, they 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 both to me have looked like equal pairings of dog shit i'm not trying i mean i'm not trying to excuse miller because yeah he is not playing great but again like i i've just seen truba do do worse um that's that's personally yeah my opinion but obviously yeah no we have a couple of minutes left so i feel we get on because we all know about i yeah. think we all agree same opinions about that arizona game um what do we think about these defensive collapses? Is it time? I know, like, Lindgren Fox is the pair. Like, you don't screw with that. But I think it's time to consider, do we maybe switch up the defensive pairs? Because they did it against Dallas, right? They did it against Dallas, at um, uh, I think, halfway through the game. Do you maybe consider, hey, let's try this out? Because, again, like I said before, if there's any time to experiment, it's early now in the season. Um, yeah, sure. So, so, so like this, I I actually thought that that would actually be a good idea. I, I again, I'm not. A, I know that they're not going to experiment. I know that the Rangers are not going to, you know, really get us exactly what we want. But I think the defense has been one of the weakest spots this year. There has been so many flaws. But here's where I say that I don't. If you look at some of the problems, it's not pairings. A lot of them are, a lot of them are actual players just making dumb mistakes. I mean, Lindgren's mistake last night is him, not his pairing. That's not him and Fox. That's Lindgren making a bad, dumb mistake, and 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 Miller's mistake is his own mistake, and 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 Fox has been pretty good, but. You know, in general, it's been one mistakes, meaning on single mistakes by a player. And that could cause, and that's seriously, like, I, I it could cause last night, if anyone watched the Giants game yesterday, they had a chance to actually win the game. Just Richie James and the Giants decided to uh, uh, muff two punts, okay? And that pretty much lost them the game because of him. It's the same idea, okay? They're, they're pretty much doing some dumb moves uh, to try to do things, and they're not accomplishing them. And and these are basic moves. We're not even talking about he was trying to deke a player and trying to be extra special. We're talking about clearing a puck. Lingwin didn't clear the puck and turned it over. The giveaways can win and lose you a game. Okay? And 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 right now, it's been completely ridiculous. How many times in a game we look around and say, what are you doing? 
You know, last year I didn't see this. I don't know what changed. I don't know if it's just that it's the start. I don't know if they're going to like fix up. I think it'll they'll eventually find themselves. Switching the pairings might help, but I also feel it's on players to sort of step up and start playing more simple, trying to get things a little more down to down pat with what to do instead of trying to be all fancy. Just let it out. Just send the puck out. Stop trying to don't try to be any you know don't try to be funny with it. You know what I mean? Uh, so talking about the Lindgren basically goal he he assisted on yesterday. Um. It's 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 a lot of dumb mistakes like that that they're making, but like even you know, at to risk sounding defensive of him, there was a bunch of plays and players whiffing on pucks last night. Like the ice didn't very didn't really look that great. Like I'll I'll say that um, I'm not trying to excuse it because you know Miller made a fucking terrible play up the wall that caused a an odd man rush. Lindgren did that. Panarin missed on a few pucks right at the end. I think it was the first or second period. Um, it, it was it was kind of all over the ice. Uh, the ice didn't really look that great. Um, but and I I will kind of agree with you on that one, Shrag. Sh- Sh- it's it's to me like yeah, like you could shift up the pairings, um, and maybe that'll help kind of I guess uh, alleviate or or pare down on some of the. Um, the the mental lapses, but the the really just bad turnovers. That's more of just individuals making really dumb plays. That that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with like deep pairings, um, you know. So I don't I don't know. I it's 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 a tough thing to say. I mean, I don't necessarily think uh, Miller or Truba have played very well. So maybe if, if that's that's the kind of reason behind it. I don't think Fox and Lindgren have played great. I don't think they've played terrible. I think Fox has played great. I think Lindgren has played okay. So maybe you want to switch it up to try and get Truba and Miller going. Um, well, how would you switch it up? I would do Miller up to the top and then Truba – or not, yeah, Miller up to the first pair and then Fox or Lindgren down to uh, uh, second pair. And honestly, I thought Jones and, and Schneider played pretty good games last night. No, I like um, the I like their combination. That the the Zach well, the Jones, one bright spot was Jones actually did better the past two games. Yeah, and then that that's why I don't necessarily get too bent out of shape when a young player gets bent for a game or two. Like that's the that should happen. A young player when they make a mistake, it's not oh, it's not the worst thing in the world if they get benched and they have to fucking ride the pine for a little bit and 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 figure their shit out. Like it's it's a hard fucking league. Not every player is Adam Fox where they could just be plugged in as a 21-year-old and fucking win a Norse trophy as a 22-year-old. You know right. what I mean? Like, and that's not normal. That. And more than that. I mean, we, Zach Jones we, has we've, been, showed... we've been spoiled. That, that's my point. Sorry. No, 100%. We've been spoiled. And we look at it like, oh, everyone should be Adam Fox, which is not true. And it's not like we have, we have you know, six elite, elite defensemen or playing with pretty good defensemen. I think Miller's a, a stud. But I think Zach Jones has shown you one of the problems, actually, for the for the Rangers, you know, especially from Leland not sending it out last night. Zach Jones has been pretty good with that. And I like his how how he his chemistry with Schneider. I think that they started that last year. And so they built up on it this year. So I would not want to touch that pair. And I would I would say that's right. I would move Miller up. I would move 
lingering down. I don't think that's going to make the difference because I don't think the problems have been the pairings themselves. When you want to know when a pairing's a problem is when you see the chemistry on the ice completely not there, when maybe passes are not going through, if if, if maybe they're not telling each other where they are on the ice. I, I don't think that the problem here has been that. It's more been singular mistakes. And when you see those type of mistakes, that's when you really need the coach to step in and say, let's go, get your things together. This is not, this is not how we play hockey. Get to the basics, get the puck out, and don't be the cause for our loss. You know, if they lost last night's Coyotes game because of that lingering mistake, Galan would be on his on his freaking head. Okay, he, he would. Okay, but the, but because right because they won the game, you we have you can't forget that that mistake caused us, you know, a pretty big problem. I don't. So, I, I don't think that I don't think that winning or losing is gonna change the fact that linger, you, I don't even think I think he made a mistake. Kind of coach. One has nothing but, to do with uh, the yeah. other. No, I, I think, look, I, that's my point. I, I think that, like, look, like, he's a pro athlete. I don't think Gallant is the kind of coach that, like, Tortorella, yeah. Gallant, no. I don't think Gallant's the kind of guy who's going to, like, harp on the fact that he just made it. He fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, he fucked up. Lindgren seems like the kind of guy who's hard, who's hard enough on himself. He doesn't need someone fucking tearing down on him. Uh, and I think Gallant is the kind of guy who, like, knows that shit. Uh, just from my own personal opinion watching from afar he's he's pretty lenient for veterans um i don't necessarily think that's something that he's going to do or will do ever um it's just i i don't know what the issue i don't know what the answer or solution is and i i kind of been thinking about that a lot as well shragi it's it's because like the mental errors how do you fix that um and it's not just look we're, we're we're only talking about the defense right now but it's five people play defense. It's not just the two, the two defense. You know what I mean? So what is the overall overarching issue? I don't know. How do you fix it? I don't know. Um, all right. Just one more question before we get off here. Cause I know again, you guys have lives here, but you know, anyways, um, should there be concerns about the backup position in Hawk? Just quick question. That's, uh, should there be a concern, Luca? My answer, no. No. I mean, you, if you, if you don't if you don't score a single goal, like how are you going to fucking win? You're right. You know what exactly. I mean, like, so I, I talk to me when if if the game was five to four, then yeah, maybe we could have this conversation. But uh, was was it the third goal an empty netter? I can't remember. I don't think so. No or yes? Third no, was, was not an empty netter. No, but again, I agree with you there. Like if we have a game where we score a lot of goals and we still lose, then, then we could talk. But again, like we haven't had a game where, I mean, what versus Winnipeg, we only scored one. And then versus the Islanders, we scored none. You might've played another game, but yeah, again, come he back. played Columbus, right? Um, yeah, he played Columbus. All right, all right. Five. The third again, goal, like, we sucked with goal. that one too. So like, yeah, we only scored one. So again, um, yeah, obviously to what you said here. And um, we're playing next Philly, Boston. Boston, which is a huge test. I mean, they're tearing up the NHL. Detroit, they don't have Jimmy Howard anymore. So, you know, we could actually score on them now. And, you know, also hopefully Heedle's back. Because, yeah, yeah. That, that third line. I actually think you can't underlook that Philly game. They've been playing some good hockey. 
They're going to be a pain in the ass to play. It's 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 Tortorella. Yeah, yeah. and oh, D'Angelo's a lock to get a goal. Yeah. All right, guys. By the way, by the way, I'll just tell you this yep. much: we were talk- talking about mental errors, and one of the way, by the way, to fix mental errors is simply by understanding that you did something wrong. Right? F- failure itself is not a problem, but failure to change is 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 the biggest problem. If you can't you can't change that if you can't notice that you had a failure that you made a mistake and fix it up i think that's why you can't worry especially of your point of lingering uh but back to this uh schedule I, you know what i think philly's a hard game boston's a hard game it's a good test but i honestly think that having halak as a backup having having you know having a guy who's a vesna winner as your starter i, I don't think you have to worry because you know you have shesterkin as your starter you're not planning on putting a lock in except for maybe some back-to-backs. And I think they're starting to stir actually in their next back-to-back possibly. Uh, but, but you know. That was he, only the second back-to-back Shesterkin has played in his career, NHL career, I believe. By the way. So stupid. But uh, but simply, but simply, you can't be worried about a guy like Halak. Their biggest problem has been scoring those goals, like, like Luca said. So you have to sort of give your goalie a lead and sort of let's see how he plays with that. You see him failing after you give him the lead, you could start getting worried because that means that it's not exactly on your offense. You're giving him a chance to win. They say this with baseball all the time. Give your pitcher a lead and he'll lead you to and he'll lead you a, to a win. But if you don't give that pitcher a lead, he's not doing nothing with it. Okay, he's got nothing to work with. He has less confidence. He doesn't feel like he's pitching in a great game. A goalie the same way. He's got the lead. He's got a one nothing lead, a 2 nothing lead. And he's like, hey, you know what? If I make a mistake, we're still in this. But I don't want to make that mistake because I want to be able to get that. I want to be – I'm not letting anything in here. You right away go down one nothing. You go down 2 nothing. You go down 2-1. Whatever it is, you go down. And and your goalie's now like, hey, now i got to play from behind. And if I give something up, I'm, I'm, I'm making it harder for my team. So – I think you don't have to worry at this point. Yeah, um, got to agree with that. All right, guys. Next week, we'll finally be able to do this podcast at normal time because the Detroit game's okay. at 5 o'clock. And you know, hopefully we'll be able to do it at 8 with, you know, good stuff to talk about. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on, as always. And, um, yeah, see you next right. time. Cock and loss. Cock and loss. Cock and loss.